Hello, beautiful people, ladies and gents. How are you all today? Welcome back to another episode of my podcast. I know it's been a little while, but to kind of bring in the new year, or, you know, I am a little late to that, but to start off the new year with this podcast, um, I'm really kind of hoping to be more regular with this, uh, because it's really, really uh, fun for me to do. Um, So I promise I will try to be more regular. But to move on to the topic of today's episode... I am going to talk about how can we cultivate meaningful and deep connections with other people. So for the last couple months, I've been in and out of what we call, I guess, the dating scene (laughs) and really just kind of getting to know other people, whether it be uh, friendship wise or a possibility of a romantic relationship. And I've observed a lot of things that kind of make me sad. But that's why I'm here to talk about them, because I think it's really, really important, especially for people in my generation, um, you know, young people, Generation Z and, you know, even even older people who haven't learned these lessons. Um, we need to learn how we can be really, truly connected with others, because if we don't have that that kind of like foundation of good um connections with other people and and having that good uh having those meaningful people around you that can support you through life you're not gonna get anywhere no matter no matter what you do you need to have those people who have your back and you'll have theirs so i have kind of cultivated three big things that you need to cultivate meaningful connection And the first one I've talked about many, many times. You're probably sick of me saying it, but it seems like a lot of people still don't get it. So I'm going to keep talking about it until we do. So the first one is vulnerability and open-mindedness. Now I've talked about vulnerability, vulnerability before. I've read multiple books on it. I'm actually reading books on it now. Being vulnerable with people is so scary. Like, being open about how you feel and your thoughts and, and, you know, maybe your past experiences of, of kind of why you act a certain way or what you've gone through and how you've dealt with it is scary because giving people that information kind of seems like they have power over you. But when we kind of share things with people, whether it be our thoughts, emotions, feelings, past experiences, whatever it may be, it actually takes power away from those emotions and those events and we gain power back because the moment where we're able to talk about it and we're able to face them and share it with another human being that connection if you choose the right person it 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 grows that connection and and basically kind of like makes it explode and if you never open up to a person and if you never kind of take that step to go a little bit further, you'll never truly feel safe with that person. And if you don't feel safe sharing your emotions and, and sharing how you feel, that person serves no use to you and you serve that person no use. And you'll never build that trust and you'll never really um, go anywhere with that person. So being vulnerable, again, really really big thing because it also allows you to be vulnerable with yourself some people don't even aren't even comfortable being vulnerable with themselves and admitting what they feel to themselves 
but being vulnerable is a key to being happy. It's scary. It's scary as hell, man. But you really have to to kind of try your best to even give that person maybe a little bit. Now, in open-mindedness, you have to be open-minded. You have to be willing to kind of see where another person's coming from and, and kind of and be willing to learn about a person and about yourself if you're ever going to connect truly with people deeply. Because if you're closed-minded and you're not really willing to, to learn and to grow, then you're not going to get anywhere. And you're not going to form new relationships if you're not willing to work for them. So that's the first thing. The second thing is communication and boundaries. I have learned through many different talking stages with people that communication in our generation sucks. You need to talk with friendships, with relationships, with anything. You need to be able to talk to the person. I know it may be scary to kind of talk about how you're feeling and talk about you know, what your ten- what your intentions are, kind of where you're at. But if you don't communicate with the person and say, like, you just ghost them, it leaves the person who's ghosted kind of, like, in a shock. Like, did I do something wrong? Because I'm telling you right now, if, if I'm talking to, a, to somebody and I'm doing something that maybe, like, they're not comfortable with or, like, they're kind of, they don't like, I want to know so I can maybe fix it. And I can adjust or I can understand like, or maybe I can ask like, why, why do you not like this? So I can understand where the person's coming from. I'm all about communication and and understanding where and how a person thinks. um, So I can better like adjust to like kind of how I word things and everything like that. And you, but you never want to assume. Assuming kills relationships. I am an overthinker. It sucks. I sometimes assume or or come up with situations in my own head that will like make me run ragged and make me so anxious for no reason because I have just this something that I'm assuming that this person is thinking or doing, but really I haven't I haven't even asked them about it. I haven't communicated to them that like hey like this is kind of bothering it's on my mind, blah blah blah. I just kind of want to know like blah like I I don't even know like I just want to know kind of why you're doing this or this is kind of how I'm feeling you never want to assume because you don't know and you're never going to get that answer until you ask them and if a person gets mad because you're communicating with them then you have to get rid of them you have to you have to yourself um get out of that because that person is not going to go far with you, whether it be in a friendship or a romantic relationship. Another thing I wanted to talk about was boundaries. So boundaries are really, really important um, in any sort of relationship because if you don't know how to set boundaries for yourself and for other people you will just end up being walked on and being used even if the person doesn't mean that because you are not letting them know that like guess what i really need to reconnect with myself i really kind of need to to take some time you know maybe a day a couple hours whatever it may be to reconnect with myself and preserve my energy and, and and gain my my mental or strength back up because if you are running on low fuel you can't 
connect because you can't you can't run on an empty engine you know what i mean you need to be mentally sound or else you live you cannot mentally connect with other people it's again it's like running on an empty an, an empty fuel tank basically um you have to preserve yourself if you don't put yourself first you're not going to be able to take care of other people and connect with other people and and really get involved with them so that's boundary setting um and my third and final thing is confidence and self-love if you don't like who you are if you're not confident if you rely on other people to build that confidence and self-love for you you will end up being used you will draw narcissistic people you will draw toxic people to your life because you're going to go for people who build up your confidence but they hold all the power in that confidence you didn't build it yourself because you don't truly believe that you're worthy so they will hold on to that and and basically control you they'll say oh you're nothing without me you're blah 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 these narcissistic people will try will basically use this confidence that they built for you as a way to control you but if you build your own self-confidence and you learn to love yourself no matter what you look like or whatever it is you have the power you know you're a badass bitch without somebody else telling you so nobody else has that power to take it away from you and use it as leverage Because if you like who you are, then you're going to search for people who also like who you are. But don't use it as a competition. You're going to draw people who are confident themselves. Because also if you go for someone who isn't confident, they're going to look for you for constant reassurance. And it's going to cause a dependency. And whenever you're too dependent on people, you're just going to end up using them. Whether you want to or not. Instead of growing together, you're going to almost grow into one another and you're not going to be able to function without somebody. So you have to be able to be independent and to love yourself and to be confident in yourself before you move on to another person. Because you don't want to go for a person who will basically try to control your life. You need a person who will grow with you and who will always have, you know, your best interests in mind. And who is also confident enough in themselves that they don't need to almost like suck the life out of you in order for them to feel good about themselves. So, yeah, that's that's my little spiel. I didn't want to make it too long. I hope it's not too long. But uh, again, three sort of clear, concise things that uh, are key to cultivating a meaningful connection with other people, whether it be romantic or or platonic it's it's super super important you know social connection is super important for functioning in daily in daily life so i hope this helps and i hope that you guys have a great rest rest of your day evening night morning wherever you wherever you uh are listening to it so yeah i'll see you guys next time